north of Chicago lies a little idyllic town called Wadsworth. It sits in Lake County, not far from Lake Michigan. It has a bit of history to it. During the Civil War, the town was one of the final spots on the Underground Railroad. The escaping slaves would find their way to farms and seek shelter. But in Wadsworth, safety wasn't what they found. Many farmers in the area would offer their barns to the escaping slaves. It would be a final spot to rest before they made their way into Wisconsin and off to Canada. If they found themselves on the farm that belonged to Mary Ward, well, they didn't get a chance to rest. You see, Mary was sick. The slaves would be shackled. She would lock them up. She would beat them. She would whip them. She would burn them. And she would cut their limbs off. When they died from these horrible acts, she buried them in the fields behind her barn. Eventually, the townspeople got wind of what was happening, and they came out to the farm and discovered the bodies and injured slaves shackled to barn posts. They grabbed Mary in a fit of rage, and they tied her up and burned her alive. As she died, she screamed a curse on the town, saying that anyone that invoked her name would meet a horrible fate. That Mary Ward has become Bloody Mary today. In another idyllic little town, Glen Ellen, just west of Chicago, four friends settled in for a night of sangria and juvenile fun. They had just finished finals week at different universities scattered across the Midwest. The four friends hadn't seen each other in more than a year, and they wanted to have a childhood theme for the night. It was likely the last night they would see each other for quite some time. They decided on a seventh grade sleepover, one of their favorite activities they did as kids. Now that they'd all reached 21, they introduced some alcohol to their shindig. They jettisoned their Capri Sun juice drinks or some sangria and talked about their boyfriends, not their middle school crushes. And Carly wanted to play their favorite game, Truth or Dare. It seemed harmless enough, most of the young women picked the truth option and told each other sordid tales of sorority parties, wild spring breaks, and hookups. But Megan chose Dare, and Carly sent her into the bathroom to summon Bloody Mary. The other two ladies, Samantha and Jade, gasped at the thought of calling a killer spirit, but voiced their support for it after a quick slug of the sangria. They needed some liquid courage, after all. Megan didn't seem bothered by the request. She stood, took a long drink, and made her way to the bathroom. Jade handed her a candle and told her to keep the light off and to speak loudly and clearly. The ladies would listen on the other side of the door. If they couldn't hear and understand Megan, then she'd get another dare, and this one would be worse. Megan entered the bathroom, 
flipped the light switch to off and left the door slightly open, just enough for a peering eye to see her. In front and above the bathroom sink was her standard rectangular mirror with the shower and Megan reflected in it. Megan wasn't happy with the dim candlelight. It made her look like she had bags under her eyes. She flipped her dark brown hair back and leaned into the mirror, casting a glance at the door to make sure her friends saw her. Megan saw Carly's little beady green eye fixed on her. Megan repeated, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, five times in all. But she did say it in the way a stage actor would do it with the, the drama you would hear on Radio City Music Hall, one of those Broadway productions. The bathroom remained still for a few seconds after she finished saying that dreadful name. Then, the candle flickered, sparked, and flared bright enough to fill the bathroom like it was daylight. Megan stepped away from the mirror as her friends flung open the door and turned on the light. Samantha hugged Megan. They all asked if she was okay. Megan was stunned, stepped back, but she raised her hand and pointed at the mirror. There was something in the reflection. More like someone in the reflection, but it was none of the girls. A dark silhouette had formed. Second by second, it grew more detailed. It was a female. You could tell by the length of its hair. She was pale, almost chalk white, with chubby cheeks, a button nose, and thin pink lips. Black veins crawled across her temples. Her eyes were sunken in with black circles, and her eyes were lemon yellow. The figure seemed aged. It glared at Megan, lifted its index finger, and wagged it no. Carly sprung into action and took a metal soap dish from the sink counter. She hurled it into the mirror, shattering it into dozens of splintering shards. Each fell like a twinkling star to the beige tile below. Bloody Mary never manifested in the other mirrors. The next day, Carly had the house blessed by a priest. There have been no signs of the specter at the house since this event. This has been Ghostly Activities. <laughs>